Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass. I am Randy Miller, Tom Baker. As always, uh, you know us. You've been with us forever. Um, so well, not one, forever, well, but well, for a while. Seems like forever. <laughs> it does. Some days 277 episodes ago is when we started. So, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, uh, we do have uh, a lot to cover tonight. Um, there were two fantastic races at Texas Motor Speedway. I guess fantastic depends on how you look at the race. I look at the drama part of the race for the excitement factor. Other people, not so much. Other people thought the race was boring and there was too many wrecks. And I guess it depends on how you look at it. Well, I mean, I saw most of the cup race um, and I saw most of the Xfinity race. There were parts of each that I missed because I had other things going on. But um, I saw enough to be able to say that if you thought either of those two races was boring, um, you probably need to find another hobby. Check your pulse. Yeah. I mean, there was plenty of action and drama in both of them. And um, again, a lot of uh, we definitely have some black flag checkered flag material There's this very, week. There is quite a lot. Um, yeah. Hopefully our shipment comes in before the, the, the <laughs> show is over because we have a lot to give out. I guess it does depend on uh, what your definition of excitement is, because the the glorious thing about motorsports is, is that we have such a vast array of opinions about what makes an exciting race versus what doesn't make an exciting race. Yeah, it's very so, subjective. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I guess your opinion obviously would determine whether what you thought about the races over the weekend, but we will talk about that um, nonetheless. Uh, this weekend, they are in Talladega, so another race where we're probably going to come out of that with the exact same attitude we have tonight of was it an exciting race or boring race, depending upon whether or not your driver finishes the race or not. Um, so we'll talk about that. The truck series is in action uh, this weekend as they were off the last couple of weeks. And uh, one of their drivers, Tyler Ankrum, is going to join us uh, tonight. Our, our good buddy, our good friend, um, Tyler Ankrum, is going to uh, to sit in here for a second and uh, kind of tell us what's going on with his, uh, his life and career. Um, I guess a lot of it revolves around the truck series, the micro sprint, and sure. so much more. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Um, a lot to talk about on the show, and we'll kick it off next on the Inside Pass. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you uh, talking motorsports as we always do. Lots of things uh, coming down the wire even as we record the show live. Some breaking news happening uh, earlier in the day. Um, and so we'll talk about uh, about that here in a little bit. I, I want to start by talking about the races over the weekend. It wasn't so much the Xfinity race as it was the Cup race, but you basically have two factors in play uh, in terms of the Cup race. Well, I guess three if you count the rain, but I'm not going to talk about the rain. <laughs> um, but two factors in terms of the outcome of the race. Number one is the PJ1, the resin, whatever material that they put on the racetrack. Um, and then number two is obviously all the tire issues and, and everything that we saw um, on Sunday. And then the thing about this race compared to last week's race is it wasn't just limited to the Fords. I mean, everybody suffered some sort of tire failure or some, you know, something happened to somebody somewhere during the course of the race. Everybody from Hendrick Motorsports to Joe Gibbs Racing all the way down to uh, poor Cody Ware um, and his, uh, his car and his team. So I guess we'll start with the PJ1 slash resin, whatever the material was that they put, I believe it was PJ1 uh, this time. There was a big discussion on social media this week about whether tracks should use PJ1 versus resin because apparently now they're figuring out that tracks that use the PJ1 has remnants of it that remain on the surface of the track for the next few races after that. Oh, really? Um, and so they, they think it's sort of like basically smearing the material all around the racetrack as opposed to putting it where they meant to put it in the first place, Whereas versus with the resin, it washes off, you know, during a heavy rain or, you know, before the next race at that facility, it would wash itself off and you can put it back on 
or reapply it later. So um, I, I'm thinking that some of the problems with the tires, um, or at least problems with the wrecks or the, the slipping and sliding that we saw on Sunday, Tom, could be because of the PJ1 and, and the fact that it was, what, 96 degrees. It probably melted the peanut butter and jelly um, to a, a point of just being like absolute, like, oil basically on the racetrack um I, I could be wrong i don't know i haven't heard one way or the other but well, it seemed, i there was a couple of times on the during the race when it started turning dark where the lights were shining on the track and you could see how shiny the track was from the material they put down yeah i mean i listened to the folks from goodyear talk about mm-hmm. this and what they were saying was first of all and this is what i think a lot of fans don't understand is that teams once they get the tires and put them on the car you know some teams are more aggressive with air pressure than others some teams are more aggressive with cambering their tires um, than than others okay so you that's one factor in your tire wear and whether you have tires that blow out is how much camber have you got and especially if it's a right front because that seems to be the the problematic issue for, you know, everybody wants camber the right front tire uh, at different places. But then, you know, some teams mess with air pressure and don't use what Goodyear tells them to use in the tires. But here's then here's the other thing. So on top of that, you do have the factor of, well, if if a, if a, if a car hasn't got grip on the bottom because you have this, we'll just call it track tack, um, on the top groove, you can go up there and you can find grip, which means you're working the tire and heating the tire that much longer than you are if you race on the bottom. Okay, so again, you're more aggressively using the tire. So, um, and, and then, of course, I'm sure that the the fact that they restarted the race after the rain in the evening and the track is cooled down a little bit, so now there's more natural grip in the racetrack because it's a little cooler. So your your race pace is picked up tremendously in in and I'm talking about the cup race here. So basically a lot of this everybody just wants to say Goodyear brought a bad tire, but a lot of this yeah, a lot of people had tire issues, but it could be different situations with different teams. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just say the tire was bad. One team might have had tire failures because they were too aggressive with the tire. Another team might have had tire failures because, you know, the guy ran the top more than he ran the bottom and overheated the tire, you know, and and whatever. So I'm not I'm not saying that that Goodyear couldn't maybe do better. And they were really wanting to look at, you know, what what the failures were and why they happened and Goodyear will figure it out. But we, we just can't universally blame the tire itself because these teams take a lot of liberties with tires that Goodyear cannot account for because every team is different in the way that they deal with that. Yeah, there's a lot of things, especially with this next-gen car, that the teams can't touch anymore because it's so, right. you know, yep. basically crate, stock, whatever, that, that they spec. everything is yeah everything is made to spec. So tire pressure, camber, things like that is really the only thing that the teams can really do to – to make things one happen on the racetrack. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's one of the only things. So, and each driver is different. I mean, some drivers like exactly. low air pressure because it builds up heat, you know, as the course of a run. So, you want to be faster toward the end of the run than you were at the beginning of the run. 
some drivers like it the opposite way. So there's there's several uh, obviously, and then some drivers drive differently than others. Guys like Kyle Busch go hard all the time versus. You know, I feel like a guy like Tyler Reddick, who won the race, you know, has a slower, steadier pace, and he's like, I want to yeah. save some of my stuff for the end of the run. So, uh, you, you, when you look at it from that perspective, yes, you're going to have problems because not everybody runs the same type of, right. of setup in their race yep. cars. Um, so, one of the other things that I heard about uh, during the course of the week was a lot of people talking about, you know, should should the so the drivers or should the teams be fined. If NASCAR says, okay, you're starting out the race with 14 pounds of air pressure or whatever, and teams go below that, should they be penalized for not listening to the recommendations of Goodyear for their tire specifications? And my answer to that would be, I feel like if you are, if you, if Goodyear says we're, you should start out with this amount of tire pressure and you decide to go against the grain and do something different and you have a tire failure, You've already lost. Like your your car is water, right. water a piece of mess. You don't need to be penalized. I agree. The penalty is you hit the wall and you're out of the race. Yeah, I agree. So. I don't think I don't think NASCAR should micromanage that. Right. Exactly. And in that the the fact that we had so many tire issues, and we you know we have cars spinning and hitting the wall and and all of that. Now look, I I don't watch a race for crashes. All I'm saying is. That the fact that we've had so much of that going on throughout this year with these new with these new cars, that that's uh, folks. The, you know, a lot of fans did that aren't old enough to have lived through the '60s, '70s, '80s. Okay, when that was the normal thing. You know, cup racing's supposed to be hard. These cars aren't supposed to be bulletproof. They're supposed to have failures. The parts are not supposed to be 100%, you know, where you can count on them. Tires, you, you get a flat tire. I mean, you know, these things happen. This is more like the 70s style in that sense where you watch the race and you never know what's going to happen from one minute to the next or who it's going to happen to. And I love that about it. I think it adds to the drama and you watch the race unfold and and you don't want to miss any of it because something might happen. And I think there are a lot of race fans who honestly didn't live through. They need to go back to YouTube and watch some of these older races and see, you know, this is what NASCAR is supposed to be. Now, could we... Could we make the tire slightly better? I don't know, maybe. But I don't want these cars. This is what we got rid of the last car for because it was bulletproof and you could run the thing for 800 miles that would break and the motors weren't breaking. Um, you know, now we have a whole new situation again. And I love that. I love that we don't know from one race to the next who's going to break, who's going to crash, and who might step up and actually win. I'm all about drama and, and excitement, but my my body, my heart can't take um, that kind of excitement. Because it's like it's like a, you know, like those little uh, cracker things that you pop on New Year's Eve that you know make confetti. That's basically what a race is like watching it these days, especially with Texas, because you're like, who's gonna whose tires gonna blow and they're gonna you know catch fire now, um, and you're hoping it's not your favorite driver that, that does it. So it's almost like yeah. Russian roulette. I mean, you spin the wheel and whatever number it lands on is a nice car that's gonna blow up and hit the wall or, or whatever the case may be. But um, it, it, that's what, to me, that's what makes a race exciting. It, you know, yeah. it's not about the wrecks. It's not about anything other than just, you know, what's going to happen and you never know. It's on the seat of your pants. Um, and that's what makes a race exciting to me. So um, we're going to step aside and uh, take a break. We'll break down the actual races when we come back. Uh, you're listening to the Inside Pass. We'll be right back. 
How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. So last week I said that if I had a dollar for every win that Noah had, I'd have three dollars, and now I'm a dollar richer because I'd have four dollars now. Noah Gregson, he won another four race in a row. Four in a row. He, he, he up ties, to four bucks. He ties Sam Ard uh, for most consecutive wins from 1983. Um, so we're going to Talladega, obviously, this weekend. We'll do a picks later. Uh, he's not going to be my pick, though, um, just because it's Talladega. And I, I, I get scared because this is probably the one track you don't want streaks. Like, if you're going into a race with any kind of a you know a, a streak, whether it's wins or consecutive finishes, this is probably the track that you're most scared of, of that streak breaking because it's Talladega and anything can happen. 
I think Noah would will be happy to carry that streak into Talladega and be very confident he'd walk out of there with five in a row. Um, it's really incredible. Now, that race, by and large, was a mess. Um, yes, there, was. There, was, there was just so much going on in that race. Um, you know, you had drivers... You had drivers crashing, drivers breaking, which again, I, I, I think it's great to have all that drama in, in, this, in that sense. I don't, I don't you know, enjoy crashes because I don't want drivers getting hurt. I'm just saying that the unpredictability of a race matters um, to whether or not you fall asleep in the middle of it. Um, but, you know, this race had just bunches. And when you look at the top 10 and you, you break down some of the drivers that really had good days and some of them that didn't, and some of the stuff that went on. And yet, here we have at the top of the order, the same guy who was at the top of the order the previous three races, Noah Gregson. As messy as that race was, Noah Gregson ends up on top. I think we're seeing, you know, I've been saying for a couple of years that if Noah would just get out of his own way and stop beating himself, you know, he's got the ability to run for championships at the cup level. And and I think we're seeing that Noah Gregson now. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the year, we talked about streaks. And, you know, we we always said if you're going to be on a streak, you want to be on a streak toward the end of the season because that's where we count the most. But we, I don't think any of us ever thought about it being Noah Gregson. We talked about John Hunter Nemechek. We talked about Ty Gibbs, you know, AJ Allmendinger, guys like that. But Noah's peaking, obviously, at the right time. I mean, you obviously getting into the playoffs and now being in the playoffs and, and – wanting to have that streak continue, it's a perfect opportunity to make that streak continue on because now I feel like every race we go to, no matter where it is, at the beginning of the year, it was it's Ty Gibbs' year. It's Ty Gibbs' year. Now it's like, well, who can beat Noah Gregson? I mean, at this point, he's won <laughs> four in a row on four different types of tracks. Is there any way he can be beat? Oh, of course. And, you know, again, streaks come and streaks go. You know, you have to have a little bit of luck in there to, to win four in a row. It isn't as though Noah went out and let every lap of those, of those races. Um, you know, and, and there's going to come a point in this week, maybe it at Talladega, because again, if you start that race, you can win it and you never know which, you know, which kind of race you're going to get there. It's either they run single file and be ultra conservative all day, or, you know, they, they, they go nuts and get over aggressive and we have, you know, 25 damaged cars. So you, you, the unpredictability of Talladega, um, you know, will, will determine whether Noah keeps the streak, but, um, but he, you know, again, I think I picked him to win the championship. He's, he is obviously, I mean, he's in the best position. He's one of the most experienced drivers in the series right now, save, you know, a couple of your veterans like, um, Almondinger and, and, and Allgaier, but, you know, he is a driver who at this point in time should be doing this kind of thing. And because he's been in the series, honestly, in my opinion, a year too long, except that I think he needed this year. He needed all that time to mature into the kind of a driver that you're seeing now, who, with the exception of the Sage Karam deal, is not losing his mind is not having these moments where he beats himself and that team's that team is just responding with win after win after win i don't see him certainly winning out the rest of the year but i could certainly see him winning another race or two for sure he's losing his lunch but not his mind 
Yeah, well, yes, he holds his breath for like the last 15 lines. Like, Noah, make yourself sick. Doing quit that, that. right? Uh, Brandon Jones started <laughs> on the pole, but uh, when they had turn one, he was in 20th place. Um, it's a bad place to be. Luckily, nobody wrecked. I mean, that, that could have been way, way worse than it was. Man. But that's you never. That's the one time I think when you're the pole sitter and you go into turn one, you don't want to be the pole sitter because you're the first guy that hits the corner and you don't know what to expect when you get there. So yeah, I mean, and again, you know, you, Brandon's a veteran. You don't, right? You know, you don't expect that, but. Once they throw the green, these are race cars. That's a racetrack. And, you know, anything can happen, you know, and it, sure. and it only takes it just takes a little thing to create a big thing, especially in turn one of lap one. That is true. So if you look at the current standings in the Xfinity Series playoffs, one race down, two more to go in this round. Obviously, Noah Gregson is already through to the round of eight. Um, AJ Allmendinger and uh, Ty Gibbs are sitting pretty good up at the, the second and third place, 47 and 46 points ahead of the cut line. Austin Hill and Josh Berry are up in the 20s and 30s, as well as Justin Allgaier. But then you get to seventh and eighth, and you've got Sam Mayer in seventh and Ryan Sieg in eighth, both one point uh, ahead of the cut line. And then below the cut line, you've got Riley Herbst, who's one point back, Daniel Hemrick, who's eight points back, Brandon Jones, 13 points back. And Jeremy Clements, 29 points back. And again, not to keep repeating myself, but we're going to Talladega, so these numbers are likely going to change a lot. Well, they are. And this round, I I, I said yesterday to somebody that I, I think I love this round more than any of the others in the playoffs because of the tracks involved. Because you started at Texas, but then you go to Talladega, which is, you know, a wild card. And then you go to the Roval at, at Charlotte. And so... You know, if if you're near that cut line, for example, if you're Sam Mayer, I think Sam has two shots here legitimately to win his first race in, in, in an Xfinity car. Talladega's a wild card, okay, and he's a doggone good road racer. So if you're Sam Mayer, you have two legitimate shots here. You need to focus and really go out there and get it. It's there for him, you know, and, and again, Hemrick, same thing. Um, you know, Brandon Jones, same thing. You know, those guys that are on the cut line, um, especially Talladega. I mean, you, you gotta be smart. You know, these, we're going to find out who, <laughs> because again, you, these guys have got to be smart. They can't take chances early at Talladega. You've got to be really smart with your race car and be there at the end to have a shot and then there's a couple of those guys that are really good road racers like Sam that, that could easily step up and surprise. And they're going to have to if they're going to make it to the next round. Yep. It's almost like you want to play it safe, but you can't play it safe because you're only a point ahead of the cut line. Well, so you, you can't go in there with the mentality of, I just need to survive. No, you have to go win. Yes, like, no but what. you got to get to the end, especially at Talladega. Riley Herb, same thing. You know, Riley's been one of those drivers where we've seen just a few flashes of you know, I think I think he can do this, but there haven't been enough, right. in my opinion. Yeah. You're you've still got a shot at it, Hemrick in in the in the colleague car. You know, he's your defending champion. You gotta step it up here, and you've got two legitimate shots. And Hemrick can road race as well as anybody, but you got guys like Almondinger who are not going to move over for you. So, you know, you, this, these two tracks right here, two very interesting tracks back to back coming up 
with with Talladega and the Roval, and that goes for both series. But particularly, I feel like in Xfinity, where you got guys like Mayer who are good road racers, if they miss at Talladega, they still got a shot. But boy, they got to take the bull by the horn and go get it. That is true. Before no mistakes. We, before we get out of the Xfinity Series garage area, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, Bailey Curry. Bailey's one of our good friends, been on the show a couple of times. And uh, he's now signed with JD for 2023, so he's going to be in that car uh, again next year full-time. Yeah. So um, I think they got some sponsorship stuff coming up, too. So I'm trying to get Bailey to come on the show here um, in the next few weeks. But good, uh, but good for him. They, they, he deserves that right. He's had some pretty good runs the last uh, several weeks. He's been uh, close. He's been in the top ten. I think he led some laps at Kansas, I think, or yeah. Bristol, one of, those, uh, one of those tracks. So they, they've been doing good things over there. Um, so uh, good shout-out to him. Um, so we'll switch over and talk about the Cup Series uh, for a second. I, I mentioned uh, Tyler Reddick winning, um, which Tyler was in the playoffs, but then he got eliminated after the first round of the playoffs. So this continues the streak of consecutive weeks where a driver not in the playoffs has spoiled the playoff hopes of somebody else by going to victory lane. So it looks like, if you look at it on paper at least, uh, Tyler Reddick's team figured out how to not keep the, uh, how to keep the tires on the car this time. Because all of last year we talked about they couldn't keep him on the car. Now yeah. he kept him on the car and kept him actually uh, inflated this time and uh, got to figure it out. I find this so ironic, don't you, that yes. that in a year when <laughs> when Reddick announces that I'm I'm leaving, but 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 I'm with you for another year. Uh, you know he he ends up winning three races now, and yet you know now you've got all this kind of hullabaloo about what's going to happen next year and is is. You know, what's the third car? Is it going to be chartered? Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, you got people saying that, you know, Richard Childress is not going to put a legitimate effort into, into Reddick for next year. Let me assure you of something. Richard Childress Racing wants to win a championship. If they are going to invest in cars and crew and everything else, all the other resources, I promise you that they are going to give Tyler everything he needs to go run for a title. And that's it. And, 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 uh, I think it's ironic sometimes you find out who people are in situations like this. That's a group of people that could have quit on Tyler. He could have quit on them. That hasn't happened. That that team right now is establishing itself as a championship team. And Kyle Busch has got the biggest smile on his face of anybody when, it, when he thinks about 2023 because that's his ride. It's true. And he, he had an interesting comment about 2023. Yes, he did. Uh, we'll talk about it after Teller. It was a one-word comment. It was a, it was a one-word <laughs> comment. But it was a fu- that's the funniest that I – I mean, you know, it's almost like you have to laugh about it at, the, at this point. Three weeks yeah. in a row of a DNF, at some point you just have to be like, I just want the season to end. So that's basically what the comment was. But we'll, we'll yeah. talk about it after Teller Ankle. We're going to step aside, take a break. Teller Ankle will be with us when we come back here on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. More show. Right How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. That song cannot be more perfect for our guest. It is true. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, mean, I guess it's still he's still a kid. He's a rambling man. He's a, he's a rambling young man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's uh, go to the phone line and bring on our guest uh, tonight, driver of the number 16 Toyota for Hattori Racing Enterprises. Our good buddy Tyler Ankrum is on the show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are, how are you? Uh, pretty dang good. Happy to be on. <laughs> We're he happy has, to have he you. hesitated for a second. I was like, <laughs> "Something is something is something the wrong the wrong Tyler." Um, so, the last time you were on, you had just purchased your micro sprint. So, I'm curious uh, if you've been able to use the micro sprint at any point in time. Yeah, I have. I've been. Uh, I've I've gone and raced uh, a handful of times this year. The micro got put on hold as I became a new homeowner, and. Uh, my funding and time have been tied up in my, my new house, but uh, I have recently completed it, and uh, I'm starting to get back into the micro business. So I'm uh, I'm ready to get back to the dirt track. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you. Uh, I knew that you were you had purchased the house, and I think uh, your folks were 
um, somewhere moving the farm somewhere close to where you're at too, I think, right? So uh, a lot been going on with uh, the Ankrum family in terms of residency, but uh, now you get to pull the car out of the garage and go back and have some fun on the dirt track, which I know you really enjoy. You've really enjoyed your time there. Uh, but before you get to all that, um, obviously you've got a race at Talladega to deal with and you've been off for a week or two. So uh, talk about your season to date and uh, talk about Talladega coming up. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, Talladega coming up, I mean, Talladega is always, uh, Talladega is always a tough one. Um, it's a really big race. It's a really important race. Uh, for the manufacturers, uh, the manufacturers always want to win Toyota, or uh, always want to win Talladega, especially Toyota. You know, everyone wants to have those uh, bragging rights about you know having the best, the best body. You know, we're all we all have the same engine now, but it's become such an aerodynamic, aerodynamic game. Um, I know Toyota would love to say that the the Toyota Tundra TRD Pro has the best noses and tails and bodies out there in the, the truck field. And, uh, that's what this game is really about: is getting those these Toyotas out front and just trying to lead the whole pack. Uh, uh, Toyota this year, we have the strength in numbers, and so I think there really isn't a reason why uh, Toyota shouldn't win at at Talladega. So I'm really excited for Talladega. Talladega is always one of those tracks where I've always found my way up front. Uh, something always happens at the end, or and it's actually involved in, 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 in a wreck. I've only finished once at Talladega in, I think, four starts. Wow. Um, so so the, 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 the statistics say don't say anything good, <laughs> but I think my first start there, I finished seventh or eighth, and uh, since then I've led some laps, I've run up front, but uh, I always get caught up in the, in the big ones. Uh, when it comes down to the, the checkered flag. So I'm hoping to change that this year. I'm hoping to uh, get in victory lane or help a Toyota get into victory lane. Uh, I know how important this race is and how much of a big deal it is. And uh, that makes me excited as well because, uh, you know, it's always fun to contribute to a team, but it's even more fun to contribute to your manufacturer. And uh, Toyota's done a lot for me and continues to do a lot for me. And uh, it just makes me appreciate and want to go to Toyota Victory Lane even more. So we talk about momentum um, all the time on the show. And, and coming off of uh, Bristol a couple of weeks ago, you finished 11th, uh, you know, really, really, really close to a top 10 finish. So going into Talladega, at least you have a little bit of momentum on your side. You, you guys are doing good things, and you're starting to finish up front, as you said, lead some laps. So that, that's going to help you a little bit. But I know that Talladega is always a beast that you, you kind of, as a driver, get scared of because you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, Talladega is just that wild card where you can pretty much throw everything that you've been working towards out the window uh, because when you go to Talladega, the, the only perfect plan is that there is no plan. The plan is dynamic, constantly changing. Um, I mean, it's to your point about momentum. I mean, we've been really fast, you know, these past handful of races. In Kansas, we were running, you know, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, all pretty much all night long after starting 19th, coming from the back. Yeah. Uh, had a really good speed, had really good long run speed, um, and just, you know, made a mistake on pit road uh, on that green flag stop. And so 
Bristol, we had a ton of damage. We had a giant hole in the no, in the front of the nose, and with that caution, that wreck early on, and we had a bunch of nit or tail no, uh, tail damage, bunch of uh, damage on the doors and the quarter panels, and so just when you have when you have wrecks and accidents that early on, we were able to rebound and run up front, but you just have so much damage, and you are pretty much hanging on for dear life, you know because of that you 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 burn through your tires a lot faster and so when those nose when those new tires come at the end sure they you know on paper they're really you know only 30 laps fresher than yours in reality they're they're a lot fresher they're more like 50 60 70 laps fresher than yours because you've been having to work so much harder than everybody else so for us to you know finish 11th with as much damage as we had compared to everybody else around us which was who were virtually all relatively clean uh, was a really good performance for us in that race. Um, there was really nothing to hang our hat up on. It was just a you know position of circumstance where we got put in that position. And you go to Talladega, when you, which you go, well, how much damage are we going to have there? You know, <laughs> yeah, that can be. That's the worst part about Talladega. Is there's always about 20 laps to go where everyone starts to act stupid, and you honestly, quite honestly, have to act stupid with them because if you don't get left in the dust and you know that that craziness is what you know causes accidents but it's also what gets you to the front so if you can find your way out front of all the wrecks or if you could find your way and navigate your way through them either in the very very front or in the very very back uh you know there's multiple ways to get to get the job done but we've seen that in the past couple of years with some really wild card wild card winners um, I don't even think in the, since I've been in a truck guy that's run top five, top ten every week, even one Talladega. So there's there's more than one way to skin a cat when it comes to Talladega. Yeah, it's just interesting because, uh, you know, when you see the uh, TV broadcasters pop up keys to success at Talladega, um, you know, it really is true that uh, at the bottom of that, you know, the last key is act stupid in the last 20 laps because that seems to be what everybody does. And you're right, if if they're doing it, you have to do it too. And that just increases the likelihood that uh, you end up with that big wreck you were talking about. And that's got to be what's so frustrating about, say, preparing for Talladega because you can go in with the best truck prepared and, you know, and somebody else acts stupid. And <laughs> the next thing you know, you're on the back uh, end of a tow truck. And that's just how it is. You don't have full control over your situation um, at that track, it feels like. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, you know, Talladega is, and it's, and it's it's all relative to where you go. I mean, three wide at Bristol is doable. You can do it, um, but it's all about the size. It's all about the speed. Right. You know, you can do it at Bristol, but you're going really, really fast for that size of track. Um, Martinsville two wide doesn't even work at Martinsville, much less three wide. And so Talladega, you know, NASCAR's actually done a really good job with you know. With their with their rules, and you know we, we you know NASCAR gives us our springs and our shocks that we can run in the rear end of the truck, so we're not stuck glued down to the to the ground. We our spoilers do come up in the air. We travel a lot, uh, but they've recently in the past year added side skirts. They made up they're making us run side skirts. So you know you you all these rules that NASCAR has made is actually added downforce for our trucks. Uh, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 15, 20 counts of downforce, but with downforce comes drag, so that means you also slow down. 
which also means you have more grip. So it's actually made us race better uh, and cleaner because we're able to push harder uh, for the you know the first two years in a truck. If you, if somebody came up behind you and pushed really really hard, you're spinning out down the straightaway. And now we've come to you know handle so good that you get a guy that's a really good pusher and he's just nudging you all the way down the back stretch. Um, you actually create more momentum, more energy going down the front, uh, vice versa, and you're actually you go faster. And, and because of that, the top lane can actually form up, and we can push and race better. Um, in my first two years at Talladega, the top lined up, and everybody was single file into the last two laps of the stage, or uh, the bottom lined up, and just because the the you know the pack was just going so fast because we were so trimmed out. Uh, and we couldn't even really race that hard. But now we can race harder uh, with more mistakes and get away with those mistakes. And so uh, NASCAR's actually done a really good job with regulating uh, quite a few of these things and making us handle better, make us race better for the fans. What's it been like this year working with uh, with Chase Purdy? Chase was on the show a couple of weeks ago. He's, he's quite the character sometimes when you get him away from the racetrack. So what's it been like working with him this year? Oh, no, Chase is a super good guy. I mean, I got... I got nothing to complain about when it comes to Chase. Um, me and Chase get along super, super well, super easily. Um, I'm never annoyed by him. I'm never, you know, he's never, you know, never, never That's feels like thing. that. It's <laughs> never, it never feels like that. I, I've never thought to myself, damn, I wish I had so and so for my teammate, so and so for my teammate, because um, you know, Purdy, me, he'll come up in my lounge and hang out pre-race. We'll talk a little bit, a little bit about racing. A little about what's going on in life, and um, it's it's something that I I can't complain about anything when it comes to the guy. He's a stand-up guy, he's a solid guy, fun, nice. Um, I mean, everything that you'd want to have, everything you would want to have in a teammate, uh, you have with him. And so I have nothing to complain about. Has he ever asked you if a hot dog was a sandwich? Because that's what he asked us a couple weeks ago, and we had this long debate about 15 minutes whether or not a hot dog was a sandwich. Mm. Well, I think, I mean, anybody who knows me pretty well knows that I don't like stupid questions. So, <laughs> like, hot dog sandwich, what kind of question is that? Like, come on. Yeah, it's so a hot dog. Okay, well, now that I'm thinking about it, it may not be so stupid of a question. But. <laughs> it's a fair it's question, like, man. You put it on it a, a fair the, Is it a sandwich or not, Tyler? You got about a minute. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't consider it a sandwich because a sandwich has two slices of bread. A hot dog is just slice a loaf of bread yeah. cut yeah. down the middle. I, I think Chase's With answer. One Go ahead. No, he. No, had... it's just a, a, oh. a loaf of bread just is sliced down the middle with one end connected. A, a, a sandwich is just you know two pieces of bread slapped together with meat. Yes. Right? Yes. All right, Tyler, take a couple of seconds and uh, thank your sponsors and, uh, and everybody you want to thank real quick. Got a minute. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I, w- I would love to thank Toy- or Toyota, Toyota 200 TRD Pro, Tori, uh, Lyuna, obviously, and you know, half, half a million plus laborers in the United States building America. I mean, those are the guys that are out on the side of the road building our infrastructure, building our skyscrapers, and building our schools, our hospitals. You know, they're doing it all. And so, you know, every, every single time you drive down the highway, I always 
I always tip my cap. So thank you to all you out there working. And uh, obviously thank you to you guys for having me on. You know, I always always enjoy coming on to your guys' show. So uh, thank you for having me on again and not getting tired of me yet. Oh, and we never get tired of you. We need to get you back in the studio in the off-season, Tyler, so you can co-host a whole show with us and we can have some fun like we used to. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. All right. Have a great rest of the season, and I'm sure we'll talk to you in the off-season. Uh, Tyler, good luck this weekend at Talladega. We'll be right back. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass.
so before Tyler called, I was talking about Kyle Bush and the comment that he made after his third consecutive DNF, which is probably not a statistic that you want to be a part of. Um, but nonetheless, during the, the interview, uh, after the, the this time it was a wreck, the last two weeks it was a blown motor, but um, after the uh, incident, they interviewed him, and basically the, the question was, what is it going to take for you to turn your luck around? And his answer was 2023, because he knows he's going to RCR, and so he's basically at this point just washed his hands of, of you know Joe Gibbs Racing and said, whatever happens for the rest of the year, I'm just here to, to do my job. Well, I don't know that it was that. It's frustration. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I think people took that a little bit too literally and read into things. Kyle is not going to get in the car and go out and mail it in. Kyle wants to win every race from now until the end of the season because that's who Kyle Bush is. The end of his life. But I think, well, yes, but I think what he what he basically was saying was, this whole year has been so frustrating and it's been such a, a difficult year on and off the track for him. Um, you know, the, he's kind of looking forward to 2023 and getting a fresh start with a fresh year, whether he's with a new team or not, is obviously a part of it. But I don't think that's I, I don't think I think the fans are making more of what's going on with Kyle than, you know, than Kyle is. Um, yeah, he had two blown motors. I don't think there's a huge conspiracy there. I don't think they're torching motors on purpose because he's leaving. Um, you know, and and the other day he hit the wall. I mean, it it you know, it's just been an And he wasn't the only one. Right. It's been an incredible bad luck streak for Kyle. Um, and probably one of the most difficult years of his racing life. But you know what? I look at those years and say, you know, those years build character. And and I think that if Kyle doesn't really, I mean, if the rest of the year goes as it's gone to date, boy, he's going to come out Daytona next year and he's liable to win 15 races just because he's just so ultra focused now with a new team and a new situation and a new year and determined to show that he can. So, you know, I, I just think it's, it's, uh, it's a just a bad year for him. And he's going to be in a winning car. So I mean, well, yeah, so he's got sure. to go for him. All right, we're going to step aside, take a break, and uh, we'll have more right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. 
You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Michael Annette. You're not making it work on the outside. Make sure you listen to the inside pass. Welcome back to the show. We're going to get uh, more to NASCAR and uh, the rest of the news uh, in the second half of our show. But uh, right now, we got to pay some bills because we can't stay on the air unless we pay the bills. So in order to do that, Tom's got to talk about one of our partners called Connected, which if you have LinkedIn, you probably know a little bit about Connected. Yes, if you are a... If you own a business or you're in a prominent position in a business to where LinkedIn is important for you and networking on LinkedIn is important for you, then I've got a I have got absolutely the best place to send you for lead gen software that you've ever seen. It's called Connected and it's not just because they're a sponsor for our show. I am promoting Connected because I use it and I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, I'm a caveman when it comes to technology and I figured this out in the first week of using it. But the good news is that with this software, now let me explain how this works. First of all, it's connected K E N N E C T E D connected. Um, if you go to connected.com, you will find information about them. And basically the way this works is if you're on LinkedIn and you want to know, for example, CEOs, um, CEOs in North Carolina or directors of marketing in, you know, in, in the UK or whatever, you, you, you put your information into the search bar, it brings up your list. Now you take that list and you import it into the connected software and you now have instant ways to email people and, and to, uh, generate leads. It'll add three to seven uh, meetings to your calendar a week, depending on what you're doing with it. Um, it's very easy. It does all the work for you. And it's really a software that is continuing to uh, develop and get better as it goes. And the folks from Connected are really willing to work with you. Um, 
to get you started. And even as you get really proficient at it, it's just $89 a month, which is really cheap. Um, And also they have a concierge program where they will help you get started and work with you as long as you you have the software for a one-time payment of 1500 bucks but with steering wheel nation at 750 getconnected.com we'll be right back you own a performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid-atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of summit point's three world-class road racing circuits you'll receive classroom instruction skid pad instruction in their car including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. You you had something you wanted to smooth over. Yeah, I just uh, well, I I wanted to to make sure I gave you that correct address for connected because if you want to uh, access the fifty percent discount off the concierge program that we offer through Steering Wheel Nation, go to get 
connected, K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D, getconnected.com slash Steering Wheel Nation, and that will get you access to uh, $89 a month to use the software and the concierge program, which basically is like having access to um, a connected expert uh, ongoing um, to help you get set up and make sure that you're using the software right. Um, that is half price, one-time payment of seven fifty. That's it for the rest of your life. Then it's just eighty-nine bucks a month. So, back to you now, Randy. All right. Well, let's continue talking about the Cup Series because uh, there's more to unpack from the race on Sunday. Oh yes. Uh, mainly, uh, well, I guess you can un- unpack the uh, highlights, but packing a punch um, because. <laughs> I don't even know why I said or that. Or a bump. Or a bump, uh, I guess, in, in this case. But William Byron and uh, Denny Hamlin. I still don't even know what happened. I, I heard about this story um, earlier in the week when we were recording the show or whatever. I, I, I was like, what even happened? I, I had to read all these little articles about apparently, you know, caution flags and them spinning each other out. And NASCAR didn't see it. And I, I still don't even know what happened. So Okay, so basically what happened was that William Byron was going to the outside of, of Hamlin, and he felt like Hamlin crowded him into the wall. So William, under the caution that happened after that, decides that he, according to what he said, was going to go, and I'm air quoting, express his displeasure. And he said... See if this sounds familiar. I didn't mean to spin him out. And I was waiting for, I meant to rattle, I only meant to rattle his cage. I was waiting for the rest of the, the Dale Sr., you know, <laughs> legendary line, right? Um, you know, but, but he didn't say it. He just said, I mean to spin him out. Um, and <laughs> so Hamlin goes spinning into the grass. And of course, NASCAR is paying attention to the real reason for the caution, which was not Denny Hamlin being spun out by, William Byron, who was, you know, expressing his displeasure for being crowded into the wall, or at least that's what he called it. Um, and so <laughs> that's what that's what the whole thing was about. Now, the interesting thing is, Randy, that we actually had two of those over the weekend, and one of them happened on Pit Road. In the, in the um, Xfinity race on Saturday, uh, Ty Gibbs was coming into the pits. Ty Dillon was coming out of his pit. And kind of swung wide into Gibbs, just kind of bounced off him. It didn't really do anything. Um, and Gibbs then turned left and hit Dylan and sent him. Of course, when you hit somebody like that, there's momentum involved. And Ty Dylan had to stop real quick not to hit a couple of pit crew members. So, you know. You've got two incidents of similar nature here. Two young drivers, Ty Gibbs and William Byron, who both are, you know, again, it's this whole concept of using your race car to express your displeasure. Um, I would argue Ty's was worse because he did it on pit road. It could have hurt somebody or killed them. Okay. Um, NASCAR going to look at both incidents and there still could be some sort of fine or penalty um, for for them. Um, you know, the Internet obviously is up in arms about both. And, you know, William Byron this and Ty Gibbs that, you know. And, and I think, honestly, I understand it. It's the t- Team Hamlin and, and Team Byron shirts uh, on sale now. Yeah. Um, like the the main event of WrestleMania uh, between those two. Or Hamlin and anybody, really, at this point. It'd yeah. be Hamlin versus the world. Um, at this point, so there's four <laughs> drivers that are out of the, the running for the, the next round of the playoffs right now. 
Um, they are Chase Briscoe, Austin Cindric, uh, Christopher Bell, and Alex Bowman. Going into Talladega, um, of the four, I mean, obviously the first one that jumps off the page to me is Alex Bowman because it's Hendrick Motorsports and they're always strong at Talladega. But, um, I mean, you can't really rule out any of these guys. Austin Cindric just won the Daytona 500 earlier in the year on a restricted play race. Right. So, um, but Not they're a pretty. Restrictor play race. Well, that's true. Super speedway. Super speedway yeah. race. Um, don't kill me, NASCAR. Um, but anyway, uh, but b- between Trace Briscoe and, and Christopher Bell, I mean, neither one of those guys are, are true, like, you know, super speedway type guys. So it's going to be interesting to see how those guys try to battle their way out of the, the bottom four. Well, and again, any one of them can win. It's Talladega. So that's, again, that's why I love this round. Because we don't eliminate until after the Roval. So sure. if you don't do well at Talladega, you still get another shot. And oh, by the way, Chase Briscoe's a pretty doggone good road racer, <laughs> the last I checked. And so is Chris Bell, honestly. True. So, um, and Cindric. And Cindric, <laughs> right. So there again, that's what makes this round so interesting and yet such a challenge because Talladega in the middle of it is, in fact, a wild card. Um, so, you know, I think that. There, those guys, you know, really need to not go in to Talladega feeling like they've got a bonsai their way to a win, because again, you got to finish Talladega, um, and you know, it's it's you got to keep your you try to keep your car as safe as possible with no damage till the end, and then go for it. Um, any one of them can win, so it's an interesting scenario for them. You know, there's another interesting thing that I wasn't – I didn't really think about it until I was watching the race last Sunday. They were talking about the owner's points, and the 45 car, which Bubba Wallace is driving, is in the, is in the next round of the owner's points part right. of the playoffs. And I was trying to th- – I was sitting there trying to think, well, how is the owner's car – how is the 45 a part of the owner's points but not the driver's points, which I know it's because Kurt Busch won numbers. the race. Right. Kurt Busch won a race in the 45, but then he got injured and dropped out of the chase. Right. And I was trying to figure out, well, if Bubba Wallace's car, the 45, is in the owner's playoffs and who's not in the playoffs, and then, then I realized it's Ryan Blaney because he didn't win a race this right. year, but he made it in on points. So I, I figured my I, – I solved my own conundrum by thinking, um, which well, I know is hard, hard and dangerous <laughs> thing to do sometimes. It's a, but I'm going to give you a bell Sometimes for that. it does work. Um, yeah, and, and the thing is it, it does get very confusing when you start talking yes. about – because we don't hear a lot about owner's points in NASCAR. Most of the time, it, it, it's not an issue from a fan's point of view. They nobody mirror each cares. other no matter what. Right. Um, and, and nobody cares, really. No, right. there aren't. I don't know any fans in NASCAR that really care about the owner's points. The owners sure care. Well, the, <laughs> but, but this is mine. But the owners, and there are manufacturers. There's a manufacturer's um, game of pride going on in this, too, as Tyler was talking about. You know, he's he drives for Toyota, and Toyota wants to win, like, like Chevy and Ford do. So, um but you just only hear about the driver points in NASCAR most of the time. The only reason this is even being discussed is because Kurt got hurt and had to, right. you know, drop out of the playoffs. And so that kind of created that whole scenario of, yeah, but it's still in the owner's points. Let's swap numbers, you know, and um, and and then anytime, you know, Bubba's involved in anything anymore, it's it, it ends up being a polarizing issue because we can't just stick to racing. Um, so that's kind of how that works, unfortunately. But um, that's what that's where it got confusing this year. So the last piece of news for the, the NASCAR side of this uh, revolves around something we talked about last week with Junior Motorsports. Junior Motorsports has said that they are still looking into the p- potential to start a cup team, um, but that they weren't 100% sure. A little bit more information has come out. 
in the last week about that, that they are, they are actively exploring the possibility of getting into the Cup Series. The, the, the problem obviously comes with the charter situation and not wanting to pay the $20 million that it's going to take to have a charter. Um, but Dell Jr. said it's right now about a 50-50 chance that they could go Cup racing as early as next year. Uh, more than likely, it's going to be something that happens in 2024. Yeah, which is really intriguing because we just had Brandon Jones move from Joe Gibbs Racing Xfinity to Junior Motorsports Xfinity for 23. Brandon's got sponsors with him. And I, I, I just I think that's an interesting move there. Um, you know, if you're if you're Dale Jr. and you're and, and if you go to the Cup Series, do you have one car? Do you have two cars? Apparently, it's it, he's thinking one car because, you know, he doesn't want to pay the charter for one car. Now, I don't know how you avoid that unless you get someone else to pay it for you. Um, you know, you don't want to just run the whole year as an open car. So, you know, the it's just going to be interesting to see how this works. People are speculating maybe Truex goes over there and helps them start it because they're buddies. I don't see that happening. I don't see Kurt Busch going over there. I see him starting with one of his guys, either Allgaier or Brandon Jones, somebody like that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens uh, yeah. as we get into 24. We're going to step aside and uh, take a break. We'll do Fantasy NASCAR and Black Flag Checker Flag. When we come back, stick with us. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. 
A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hey, this is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. All right, welcome back to the Inside Pass. We're going to do a little black flag, checkered flag now. For those of you who haven't uh, been a part of our show uh, in recent weeks, we basically get to black flag and checkered flag anything, anyone, any entity in the motorsports world, most of it revolves around NASCAR because it's really the only thing going on uh, right now. F1, I think, is a little, on a little bit of a break right now, but they'll be back in action here in the next couple of weeks. So um, for my black flag, um, I'm going to black flag every single person this in the last four weeks that's touched Kyle Busch's car. Because I don't know who to blame, <laughs> so I'm going to blame everybody. So if you've touched the car, aside from Kyle getting in it, then you're getting a black flag because I... If you can't, if no no one's gonna stand up and say it was me, so you're all getting fired. You're all getting uh, black flag for it. Um, the box of checkered, the box of black flags is on its way. Um, and for <laughs> my checkered flag, uh, something that uh, hasn't really made a lot of na- mainstream news uh, this week, but um, Peyton Sellers has tried for 15 years to win the late model race at Martinsville. He finally got it done over the weekend after 15 years of trying. So, checkered flag to Peyton Sellers for uh, winning at Martinsville. Now I'm glad you went there. Um, yeah, there's other things that happened be, because <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm going to go there too in a minute, but some with with a different person. So black flag, uh, both William Byron and Ty Gibbs. I'm black flagging this whole sort of um, idea now that these these younger drivers, especially, are feeling so free to just use the bumper to express their displeasure. First of all, what Ty Gibbs could did could have gotten somebody hurt. I am a huge fan of Ty's, but Ty needs to stop being so impulsive. He he has to work on his his anger management and his self-control and his self-awareness. You know, if you're going to do that on the racetrack and and it's you and another car and there's nobody else around, that's one thing I don't like it there. But, you know, don't do it. Don't do that on pit road where you could knock the guy and the people that are trying to pit cars. That's just not a good idea. Ty needs a serious fine for this. And he needs for Mike Helton or somebody from NASCAR to really sit him down and help him understand you can't ever do that again. Okay, that was really that could have been really bad. Um, Byron's deal is just it's like, William, come on, buddy. Don't spin a guy under the caution. That's just dumb. And I know he didn't mean to spin. Don't hit him either, for crying out loud. Go over after the race, take your helmet off, and talk to him. You know, and and you know, and and deal with it. I mean, that's just this whole thing is silly. Checkered flag. You gave it to Peyton Sellers. Mm-hmm. I love that, but I'm giving one to the the guy who finished second, Carson Quapple, and here's why. Because Carson, there was a late race green white checkered. 
as you would expect at Martinsville in that race, the late model race. Um, Carson was outside of him. He could have very easily, he had a better car, I think. He could have very easily moved him, spun him, dump and run him or whatever, you know, all these other late model drivers do to win races and then say, well, it's the end of the race. So, you know, it's all about winning, man. You got to do what you got to do to win. Um, Carson Quapple had enough class to go, you know what? And he talked about this after. He said, yeah, I probably could have got him, but I wouldn't have felt right about it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he said, I didn't want to win that way. So he finished second. And that shows class on, on his part. Carson's contending for the Cars Tour title with Junior's Late Model. And Carson won North Wilkesboro in Junior's Late Model a couple of weeks ago. Carson's a driver that's climbing up through the ranks uh, with Chevy, and you're gonna you're gonna have to really keep your eye on him. And that that mindset of I'm not gonna win that way is gonna is going to get him a lot of respect up the ladder, because you know again there are still young drivers with enough class. Carson builds cars and works on cars as well as drives them. He understands the ramifications of being a jackass. So, you know, um, and so I'm disappointed in William Byron. I'm more disappointed in Ty Gibbs. I am, I am checkered flagging Carson Quapple for, for showing a lot of class and, and taking second when he could have probably, you know, moved his way to the win. That's true. Uh, we'll do fantasy and escort in a second. I want to talk about the other incident that happened at Martinsville because that seems to be the major, like, breaking news story of the weekend. Um, because they even talked about it on the broadcast on Sunday uh, about the big fight that happened uh, at oh, Martinsville. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I, I've read bits and pieces of the information, but, uh, you know, I know punches were thrown and, you know, referees were called and <laughs> they sold pay-per-view tickets or something. I don't know. but um. So um, I'm not going to mention the driver's name. I'm just going to call him Biff because that's, you know, the old Batman series. You know, Biff, pow, pop, you know, when, when people were hitting each other. Um, so I'm going to call him Biff. So, you know, Biff didn't like that another driver had, you know, caused him to crash and and wasn't happy with the way he was driven. So Biff went over to the other driver's car and started just throwing haymakers into the driver while he was still strapped in his car. Now, I don't know if he had his helmet on still or not. Um, that never made any sense to me. Let's just go whack the driver in the helmet 15 times, right? You know, I, and it's always like, you know, it's all fun and games till you break your hand. But, um, you know, but again, to, to, you know, that, that kind of stuff to me has no place in this sport. I don't care if it's how you do it in the South. It's 2022, grow the heck up, you know, and start acting professional and stop being an idiot. You know, at that at, at this point in time, we shouldn't have stuff like this. So I, I mean, there's going to be no penalties or whatever. But you know, it just was unfortunately. You you know, again, it comes down to you know self control, and this driver doesn't have any apparently. So because he went over the first time, swung a bunch of times, and then he he kicked the car a couple times. Like that's you know professional. You know. And and then they dragged him, started to drag him away, went back. And they had to literally pick him up and physically take him away from the other car. It was just dumb. You know, it's and again, it's like and it, go to the pit afterward and settle it like men. If you gotta punch him, punch him in the pit area. And then if you know, if he calls if if, if the cops get involved, that's your fault. 
Right. You know, exactly. it's just, you know, don't do it on the track and don't swing at a guy like that when he's still in his car. It's just stupid. Uh, that's your that's your uh, the more you know uh, segment. Yeah. For, so for the, there's there's yeah, my exactly. buzzer for the day. All right. So uh, fantasy NASCAR, I, I've I've gained a few points thanks to to uh, Noah Gregson and even uh, I was going to call him Dave Blaney, Ryan Blaney for finishing in fourth. I'm living in uh, 1992. <laughs> um, so uh, I gained some points this weekend and uh, now I find myself atop the standings finally uh, for the first time all year. Uh, the top is nice. Um, so uh, Peter has dropped the second, and uh, Nick is third, and uh, Tom is fourth because he picked Ty Gibbs and William Byron both. Yeah, <laughs> he's got one black flags. For these guys today. Yeah, you wonder why I black flagged him. There's why. Um, so, Screw me uh, up in go. fantasy. Uh, so this week we go to Talladega. <laughs> All three series are in action. So I'm taking a little bit of a of a sleeper pick for the trucks. Probably Xfinity too. Well, actually, maybe even Cup too. So whatever. Uh, so uh, in in trucks, I'm gonna pick Tyler Ankrum. So Tyler, please. <laughs> Please don't mess this up for me. Um, and I'm sorry in advance if you break. But um, his track record's not that great. So I figure if I pick him and he, and he crashes, I can be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because um, his, his luck was already bad anyway. Um, and Xfinity. So a little story about the Xfinity race. Drew Dollar was supposed to be in all the, uh, the Super Speedway races this year. Um, he's not going to be in the car this weekend. Instead, Trevor Bain's going to be in the car. So, of course, I'm going to take Trevor Bain. Um, because it's a it's a you know super speedway race and Trevor's always great there, um, so I'm picking Trevor and Xfinity and in Cup I don't know why well actually I do know why the team has been on on, on I feel like fire the last couple of weeks I'm taking Brad Keselowski in the Cup race um, because I feel like it's time and and that team is really coming on strong the last couple sure of weeks so yeah. um, Brad's my pick for Cup. All right. Well, in the truck series, I am going to the end of the year with Zane Smith as long as I get to pick him. Um, and that, but but I will say this: that team's got to win a race here. I know they're probably going to get through to the last round. I get it, but for momentum's sake and for for the sake of being in a situation where you're controlling the narrative in the truck series right now. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek and Kyle Busch Motorsports, for the most part, are controlling the narrative. Not Zane, who controlled it all season. Zane and Front Row need to win, in my opinion. And Talladega is a good place to do it. So Zane trained for the win in trucks in Xfinity. Boy, that's such a toss-up. It's Talladega. Um, I'm going to go, actually, and take... No, I'm not. I was going to take a flyer, but I, I'm in last. I got to get points here. Noah Gregson. I'm going to take Noah. And in the Cup Series, um, here, here we go. This will be the story of the week next week. Kyle Busch wins Talladega. Wait and see. But I bet he would resent his 2023 comment uh, if he if no he, actually, he, he still well, got he to 2023. He just, just be glad he got a win. You know, if you look at it, Brexton's won more races in the last three weeks than Kyle's won all year. <laughs> now that's a bell. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just it's one of those years, man. It just all goes wrong sometimes, and <clears> and uh, that team's had that kind of a year. It's not lack of speed. Um, and I think Kyle goes and wins Talladega and uh, really just messes with everybody's mind. <laughs> and on top of that, Brexton has a cowboy hat that's five sizes too big for his head. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're, what? what, seven? Well, yes. You know? 
I mean, I, I guess mean, they don't make them for little kids. Well, they probably do. I don't know. I, I've never. I mean, I'm sure they do. But, but that the hat he got was not for a little kid. Maybe Boot Barn. Yeah, that particular hat definitely was not a kid size hat. He that was made to, for a big old head. He needs the cowboy boots and spurs and to borrow one of Tyler's cows, <laughs> and he'll be good to go. By get. the way, they're not doing the. Uh, they're not giving out the six shooters in Victory Lane this time. That makes sense. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, because, I well, they're going to have but. a bunch of. Kids from the school shooting. Oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So they didn't. They didn't. Uh, I'm saying I not not gonna. They didn't at Texas. That's why I wanted yeah. to get that in, because people were wondering about that. Like, why didn't they get well? I never. Why. I never even noticed it, but you that know. makes a lot of sense. It wasn't appropriate. Yeah, show. they had a lot of visitors from Uvalde yes. um, there. The yes. Weekend. All right, we're gonna step aside, take a break. We'll switch over to talk IndyCar F1 when we come back right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. This is Justin Lopp, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. 
Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you. Uh, hopefully you caught uh, the interview with Tyler Ankrum earlier in the show. If not, it'll be up later in the week, and uh, you can uh, check that out. We're going to try to get Tyler to come to the studio um, later on in the fall or after the season's over and, yeah. and come hang out with us for a little bit, um, as well as some of the other drivers that uh, we've had here in, in recent weeks. Uh, we're going to switch over and talk about IndyCar and F1. I think the biggest story... Uh, from the IndyCar week happened earlier in the week as we record the show live. It happened today, but when you guys hear this, it'll be earlier in the week. Jimmy Johnson has decided to retire as an active full-time driver across all forms of motorsports this time, um, citing that he just wanted to be uh, a father and wanted to be home with his kids and his wife for a little while and kind of take it easy for a little bit. Um, but he does have a bucket list of tracks and, and some bucket list items of things he would like to do in 2023 racing-wise. And Carvana is all on board and said, we will come with you and sponsor you no matter what series of racing you decide you want to do. Okay, so let's unpack this for those listening so that they understand this clearly. Jimmy Johnson stepped back from full-time competition in any series. Okay, so he's not going to do the whole IndyCar series again next year. He's not doing any series full-time. As Randy said, he has a bucket list of races and things that he liked to do. He mentioned specifically 24 Hours of Le Mans. Um, so watch him for the Hendrick prototype opportunity um, there. He, he really loves racing sports cars. I think he wants to do some of that. Um, I would be willing to bet we would see him in the Indy 500 again. Just taking a guess, but I believe that you will. And we may see Kyle Busch, too, by the way. Um, More on that in a minute. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I think it wouldn't surprise me to see Jimmy in the Daytona 500 or especially in the All-Star Race, which is coming to Wilkesboro next year because he's got a guaranteed um, entry into that as a past champion. So, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Jimmy go and run Wilkesboro. Um, Jimmy just wants to do some fun things that he hasn't had a chance to do and enjoy the time that he spends racing. He didn't say how many events or what a limit was or whatever. No schedule's been announced, but Jimmy's not completely done. He's just not running any series full time. So what a luxury, honestly, uh, to be in Jimmy's position, to be able to just go play where and when you want to and know that you've got Carvana who will support you in that effort. And I'm sure he's going to get an awful lot of phone calls <laughs> about, uh, you know, different things. Um, and what a career the man's had. Five championships consecutively in NASCAR, seven altogether. Um, you know, he's had a spectacular career. Um, and And look, Everybody, there are so many people who lampoon him and really diss him for his lack of success in IndyCar. Those cars are completely different from a stock car. And so, you know, he, uh, if you watched him at Laguna Seca, he raced his way from 23rd to 16th, had a really good day. If he'd had another year, I believe that you would have seen Jimmy run in the top 10 um, you know, even on some of the road and streets, if he'd run them, but you know, I, I, again, um, he, it didn't matter. The results weren't the point for him. The point for him was he wanted to live that dream that he had as a boy to race in the Indy 500 and race in the IndyCar car series. 
and he did it. So as far as I'm concerned, congratulations to Jimmy Johnson. God bless the man for the career that he had. Thankfully, he made it through the career safely, and now he can just go play where he wants, Randy, and really not um, have to worry about anything. So according to the Associated Press, he, he said his bucket list would include no more than 10. Oh, so okay. he's looking at 10, just 10 races. Yeah, okay. uh, but, I mean, at 47 years old. But that's right. I mean, that's you, a pretty had, good number of races. Right. And like you said, he's had a Hall of Fame career. He can pick and choose what races he wants yeah. when he wants to run them. And at 47 years old, I mean, like, like you know, you were saying a lot of people were like, well, you know, he had a uh, an IndyCar career that pretty much was bust. But there are people in the IndyCar series that are half his age that can't drive in the IndyCar yes, series. Yes, his teammate, so. <laughs> his team members have all said they they really would like to have him back, um, you know, because they feel like that, that there would have been more to do there. Um, but again, you, you know, he's 47. It's like you, you got so much gas left in the tank and that's it. So 10 races is still a fair number of races. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to run 10 necessarily. It just means that's kind of his limit he feels. So it's about one a month on average, Um, you know. And uh, but I would think that the I would guess the Indy 500. I would guess Lamar in the Hendrick prototype. I would guess um, maybe the 24 of Daytona. um, And I would guess Daytona. 500 perhaps, but I would think that the NASCAR th- priority might be the Wilkesboro race, just because he's never raced there before. Right, and Wilkesboro was the first list, the first track on my list when I yeah. when I looked at you know some of the things that he could be doing. I thought you know what 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 sent what more sentimental Cinderella story could you ask for than to go back to the you know go back to the NASCAR ranks and run at a track that he never got a chance to run at right and and be you know a part of the all-star race for the first time in North Wilkesboro would be super special for exactly. a guy that's won seven championships you know and only matched Richard Penny and Dylan Hart in that category obviously first first ballot hall of famer when the time comes so um definitely be uh, be on the lookout for that we talked about uh, the 500 being one of Jimmy's potential bucket list items is something that he would obviously want to try to do again and Kyle Busch now that he's going to be an RCR driver and, and with Team Chevrolet has garnered a lot of interest in teams wanting to run him in the Indy 500 because he specifically said in his uh, in his co- press conference two weeks ago that one of the things that he asked for with uh, Richard Childress was to was the ability to be able to run the Indy 500 should he have the desire to do it. And it seems like may, if, even if he doesn't have the desire, he's got people wanting to. Uh, put him in one of their cars. Uh, Sam Schmidt was the first guy that said he would be interested in doing it. And now McLaren has come through and said they are interested in running a fourth entry in the 500 for a Kyle Busch. Yeah, and you'd have to think maybe there's another uh, team or two that would want to jump into that race, like a Penske perhaps. Um, You know, so Kyle's going to have some options here, I think. Now, whether he actually does it or not is a different story. And here's here's the other thing. You know, again, you look at Jimmy, and he's retired now. From full-time competition, right? So what if one of his bucket list things to do is the double, run the Indy 500 and the Coke 600 in the same day? And, of course, Kyle would be doing that as well if if, if he runs Indy because you're not skipping the Coke 600. So we could have, and again, this is speculation, but that's what we do here. We could have two, at least two, um, big name drivers doing that that double next year um 
I think that's, I just think that would be a really interesting situation to see them both on the track in IndyCars at the same time. Yeah, that's something that I I wish that more people would do, but I understand why it would be difficult to do it. I mean, you're talking about a thousand miles of racing in one day, um, you know, and and spread it over, you know, maybe six hour difference between the end of the 500 and the beginning of the Coca-Cola 600. It's very tough to do it. Yeah, not even six hours. No, it's like three. It's like three now. Yeah, three and a half. um, It obviously takes stamina. It takes a lot of, you know, fortitude and a lot of training to be able to accomplish that task. But it's so much fun to see somebody try. And I, and I would love for more drivers to, to you know, want to make the attempt to do it because I think it would be fun. And it, obviously, history-making in and of itself, but just to be able to run the 500 and do the Coca-Cola 600, two of the most prestigious races in all the motorsports on the same day, it's got to be special if you can actually pull it off. Well, and I think, again, you've got drivers now. You know, Kyle is a veteran. Not every veteran wants to do that. But Kyle, I think, has, you know, he's intrigued because, of course, Kurt did it. So I think Kyle's interested. Now, again, whether it actually happens or not is a different matter. But, you know, Jimmy could do it just because he has no full-time commitment now. So if right. there was ever a time to, to sort of make that attempt, this is it. And I'm sure somebody would have a good car for him for the, for the 600. Um, but, you know, you've got some guys now like Kyle Larson, for example, or even perhaps a Chase Briscoe that have some open-wheel background you know, that would be, I think, really excited to make that attempt at some point. Um, And there seems to be more willingness now on the part of the NASCAR teams to open the contracts up to that. And why wouldn't you? Because in all honesty, if you're a sponsor of either of those guys, the publicity that comes from that and the extra eyeballs is is just, it's the largest it's the greatest spectacle in racing, right. 300,000 fans, millions watch, you know, um, you just double and triple your numbers on that day. But, um, you know, if, if somebody, this is where everybody gets to, you know, when is somebody going to be able to win them both? Okay. It's one thing to make them. It's another thing to win them. Kurt Busch almost won Indy. He certainly was in the running, you know, can somebody go over and pull that off? And, you know, but it's such a different discipline to to do that in the practice schedule through the month at Indy, the flights back and forth, all of the sim time between the two. There's so much more to this than the fans see to this kind of a commitment. So, yeah, it's really interesting stuff. But I, I like you. I hope we see one or two of these guys. I'd love to see Kyle and Jimmy both try it. Yep, absolutely. I would love, love, love to see that. Switching over to F1 for a few minutes, the 2023 schedule um, has come out, and the, uh, the the schedule went from 18 races to 24 races in 2023 for the F1. So if you like F1 racing, you're going to get six more races on top of the That's one-third more. Exactly. 33% more for the same money. Not really. <laughs> you know. But the season kicks off in Bahrain on uh, March 5th, concludes in Abu Dhabi on November 26th. And then, as we said, 24 races with China and Qatar set to return, and Las Vegas arriving as the penultimate race on a Saturday night, and it's going to start at 10 p.m. Eastern time on a Saturday night, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. 7 Pacific. 
I'm just yeah. Um, and actually, eight. I think it's eight. Vegas ah, whatever. Time. Yeah. Darkness. But, well, but, close to dark. well, but my point is that that they're not starting it at ten Eastern because they want to race at ten o'clock. It's ten Eastern, but it's actually normal starting time out. out you know, we're there. So, um, well, plus in Europe, it, it's more normal time. Well, for their right, races. exactly. So the the you know that's going to be interesting because um, they're adding six more races to the schedule, and of course, you've got three in the U.S. and you know, F1 is saying maybe there's there's room for more. I hope not. You you only can get to a certain point before you commoditize it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see them do that here. I think three is great. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it gives fans a choice. You've got one in the East Coast, one kind of Southwest, and then, of course, Vegas out West. So, you, you know, you've you've got them in different areas of the country. Um, I like seeing the additional races, and I think the F1 series, the growth has been incredible. The youth in, in that series and the youth coming up is just, it's unbelievable how talented these kids are. Um, so it's going to be fun. They should run the Chicago street course with NASCAR. But, but can we please get rid of the super license thing? I'm glad they had it because I want to keep Colton Herta here, but I mean, give me a break. You know, Kimi Raikkonen wouldn't have qualified when he was. It's like, come on, people. Sometimes yeah. I don't understand F one rules and regulations. Well, they make they, my head hurt. They, it's just it's it's like they want to um, only reward certain types of racing more than others, and Indy doesn't count unless you win the whole thing. And it's like Scott Dixon's not going over there, but you really should want Colton Herta because he would increase your U.S. ratings by leaps and bounds. Like, think, people. That's right. Think about those things. All right, we're going to step aside here, and uh, we're going to wrap it up when we come back. i got one more news and note from the USAC world that's a really cool milestone. We'll talk about that when we come back to wrap it all up next performance car and you know how to drive but you want to learn real performance driving well bunky get that car off the street and onto the track summit point motorsports park the mid-atlantic's premier road racing facility located just over an hour from dc in nearby summit point west virginia is the place to go and you'll find that friday at the track is going to give you what you need for less than a monthly car payment you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of summit point's three world-class road racing circuits You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. 
Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. I'm Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. About to wrap up our show, but I have a couple of milestones in the USAC world that I wanted to make mention of. The fact, number one, Keith Kuntz over the weekend got victory number 133 as an owner in the USAC world. That is most all-time on the USAC circuit. And when you think about how old the USAC circuit is, that's a pretty big milestone. Um, And his driver, or one of their drivers, Buddy Kofoy, got his 10th win single-season record um, that is now tied with Rich Vogler for most in a single season since 1988. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, Buddy is just a hot young prospect. And again, um, gosh, all these kids want to be NASCAR drivers. I hope Buddy stays in USAC and just accumulates bunches and bunches of records. We need more of these young kids to stay in those open wheel series and become veterans of that series so that they gain steam and it gets just elevates the series. That's all about notoriety, too. I mean, you, yeah. you want these kids, you know, people like Buddy Kofor going out and winning 10 races in a row on the USAC circuit. They're like, what's USAC? Uh, not that you wouldn't know what it is, but if you don't, then you you start. If you don't, you better study. It puts more eyes on the product when you have people that do <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff exactly. all the time instead of re- winning a couple of races and leaving for greener pastures. And everybody's like, you know, where did he go? Um, yeah. And then you got guys like Kyle Larson that show up and spank them all every time he shows up. Um, most of the time, yeah. um, especially on the dirt side of things. So our, our thanks to Tyler Ankrum for uh, joining us uh, on this week's show. Uh, good luck to him for the rest of the season. Um, we had a wild weekend at Texas, but I feel like we're in for another wild weekend at Talladega because it's, it's Talladega, and it's always <laughs> a wild weekend. So you guys enjoy the race week. We will talk about it next week here on the Inside Pass. For Tom Baker, I'm Randy Miller. See you later, everyone. You've been listening to the Inside Pass, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow the Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.